Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Santa, you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy on now at APCO. <laughs> Charlie's Liquor Bar. Everyday low prices with four great locations. Tarmor, Albion Park, Unandera and Warilla. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. Yes, we are in the Gong, but there's only one place that Fox Sports' Brian Vanderwacker was ever going to be this weekend because Melbourne is the motorsport mecca of the world. Brian, come on down. How are you, my friend? <laughs> Good morning, Matty. Yes, I'm well, Matty. I'm missing you this week on, uh, on NRL tonight, mate. It's, uh, it's, how's it been? All right this week? We've battled through. We haven't hit any icebergs yet, but there's been some close calls, <laughs> let's put it that way. Jeff Smith doing Very a good. great, great job in your absence. But, mate, exciting times down there. The F1 finally back in Melbourne. How have you assessed it so far? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You, you come to me at a great time. I'm actually sitting in my grandstand ready for race two of the weekend for the supercars, believe it or not. So if there's a little bit of commentary in the background, that's what it is. <laughs> but uh, it's unbelievable this weekend. The amount of crowd here, I've never seen it like it before. In fact, yesterday, the previous record, I believe, for a Friday was about 84,500. Yesterday was about 112,000. So that gives you somewhat of the numbers of people that we're seeing here this weekend. I mean, I've never seen it like it, but a few modifications to the track this year, which has slightly changed things in some areas of the of the circuit, and uh, Formula 1 drivers are liking that at the moment. Supercar drivers are a little bit, uh, they're still unsure as to how uh, it's going to work out over the course of the rest of the weekend, but uh, I tell you what, the weather conditions have been superb up here, better than what we've been getting, uh, obviously, in Sydney and the surrounds as well, but uh, it's going to be a massive, massive day today. We've got uh, Super Saturday, as they call it, qualifying this afternoon, and then, of course, race day tomorrow, Matty. Well, for the casual listener, who's going to win the F1 race and where's Daniel Ricciardo <laughs> going to finish? Oh, dear, that's, uh, that's always a tough question, isn't it, Matty? But uh, I've said to a few people prior to this weekend, because it's obviously been Red Bull and Ferrari that have been leading the pack so far, Ferrari have always tended to go well here at Albert Park, and they proved that yesterday in practice. We had Charles Leclerc topping the timesheets at the end of two hours of practice yesterday, had a head of the reigning world champion in Max Verstappen, followed by Carlos Sainz. It was a better day yesterday for McLaren, both inside uh, the top 10. And when you think about where they've come from so far this season, Bahrain, Saudi Arabia, it wasn't very good for them in the opening few rounds. I've had a few feelings about why that might be. I think their car is very track-specific in terms of their car will work at certain tracks compared to others. But also, I think with these brand new cars that we've got for Formula 1 this year, the actual setup window for these cars is very minimal. That being, if you don't find the right setup to suit your race car, you're going to be a mile off the pace. And I think McLaren struggled with that in the first two rounds. But a lot of confidence so far from them from the first two practice sessions that we had yesterday. Last season, we had a fantastic finish. I think it gripped the sporting world. It doesn't matter whether you're a motorsport fan or not. The end of the F1 2021 campaign was absolutely thrilling. A promoter's dream. Is it going to be that good, that close again this season? 
It's interesting because people are trying to draw a few comparisons to what uh, it was like last year. Nothing will really, I guess, beat the ferocity of that rivalry between both Hamilton and Verstappen. Nothing will quite beat that. But what we've got so far with Verstappen and Charles Leclerc is, is not, 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 I guess, similar, but they have been friends over the years. They've grown up karting together, believe it or not. So I guess it's a case of how long will that friendship last in some regards. They're two About different competitors compared, to what, uh, competitors compared to what they were last year. But uh, it's going to be fascinating how that is going to transpire throughout the course of uh, 2022. And then how long it will take Mercedes, I guess, to try and romp up the timesheets as well. They were dismal here yesterday. And actually looking at their cars around the track, Hamilton in particular... The rear end of that car was really, really tailly, so it was a difficult day for them as well. Surely you can't be F1 racers and friends at the same time. You've got to have a bit of killer instinct, some some, some fire yeah. in the belly. And, and I think probably that championship battle that we saw last year has probably brought even a few extra people to the, to the racetrack this weekend, and not to mention, of course, the whole drive to survive that we've seen on Netflix as well. Surely that's sort of added to the fan forum, I guess, in terms of Melbourne this weekend, particularly over in America. I mean, we saw the announcement a couple of weeks ago that uh, F1 will be racing in Las Vegas in 2023 in November. I know, uh, Matty, I've pretty well uh, sold myself on that event. Uh, I might well take a few weeks of annual leave next year to go over to Vegas for that one, so uh, look out for that. But uh, it's, it's, it's incredible how the popularity over the last few years in Formula 1 has just escalated like you could not believe. I can see you waking up in a hotel room with Mike Tyson's tiger in your suite, <laughs> Brian Vanderwacker. I'm not sending you to. I'm not sending you to Las Vegas at all. You're not going. You're banned. You're going to stay here and produce NRL tonight, which you do magnificently. Yeah. Before we let you go, when it comes to the supercars, I saw Chas Mostert speaking with Jess Yates and Mark Scaife last night. Uh, who's leading the field there in the supercars? Yes, uh, I, I vaguely caught you there, buddy. You've got me at a great time because the warm-up lap. As you can probably hear in the background, it's just gotten underway for the supercars, so we're about a lap away uh, from a start here, a couple of minutes anyway, the last few cars rolling through. It's going to be an interesting race, this one that we're about to see, race two of the weekend, over the distance of 20 laps, so for the supercars this weekend, you've got to use a combination of both the hard and soft tyre. Now, what we saw yesterday is that the drivers on the soft tyre, they really chewed through their tyres, more so than what we've previously seen at this particular venue, so... The real strategy for this race, what we're about to see, is that I would suspect a lot of people will probably start on the soft tyre, get them off nice and early, and then go on the hard tyre as well. Yesterday, the standout performance was Shane Van Gisbergen from the back after a dismal qualifying session on Thursday. Started really, like I said, basically from the back and finished position number three. He was very good in terms of tyre life. He's starting uh, in amongst the top five for this one. Uh, David Reynolds has been strong this weekend. Also, the Shell V Power Racing team, but both Anton Di Pasquale and Will Davidson yesterday blew a left front tyre. So, a difficult day for them as this tyre war, I guess, is going to continue throughout the two races today for supercars and a final race tomorrow as well, Matty. Well, Brian Vanderwacker, you've been very generous with your time. Enjoy Melbourne. I know you will. Get back safely because NRL tonight won't promote, produce itself. <laughs> Hey, but it's in the safe hands of our wonderful host, Matty Russell. So there you go. Good on you. Brian Vanderwacker there from Melbourne. Big weekend. You heard him touch on the crowds down there. Thankfully, the weather looks good. Uh, big amounts of people getting back to the track to enjoy the F1 and, of course, the supercars as part of this motorsport festival down south. Now, I am lucky to be joined by some radio royalty because growing up, listening to sports radio in Sydney as I did for hours on end, I was often 
what's the word, um, intrigued about who Pete the perfect panel puncher from Putney was. Well, little did I know that Pete, my producer here in the morning, is actually Pete the perfect panel puncher from Putney. Pete, who gave you that name? Morning, Matt. Uh, Greg Radley, for those of you who know, who are racing aficionados or Sky Channel watchers. A so fantastic fella, a magnificent broadcaster, Radders. Ex- extremely talented, Greg. I've seen mm. him do shows on, with, with little or no preparation because of some breaking news or whatever, and he, he's, a, no, he's a very talented guy. So, it, look, it came about funny way. Greg and I were both fans of Graham Kennedy's Blankety Blanks. And for those of you who are old enough to remember, there was a, <clears throat> there was a character on the Blankety Blanks called Pete the Phantom Puller who pulled the signs back to reveal the answers. So well, Always anyway. with big smirk on face. Uh, Pete the <clears throat> Phantom Puller, and you, you could almost see the double entendre dripping off the ceiling of the set. Absolutely. And so, Greg, we were talking about this one day, and then Greg just gave me that name straight off the bat, and, <laughs> and it stuck. <laughs> well, Pete the Perfect Panel Puncher from Putney, how long have you been doing radio for? Uh, just over 20 years. Okay, okay. 22 years, yeah. Do you get recognised? When people say that, when you say I'm Pete and I work in radio, they, do they go, are you Pete the perfect panel puncher from Putney? Not usually. <laughs> they make a connection later down the track, but I mean, it doesn't happen that often. <laughs> well, we're broadcasting here from Wollongong Golf Club. You're great to drive down from Sydney each weekend to make sure that Saturday's in the gong goes to air. And it's a nice surround, isn't it, here? We're sitting at the 19th. Not a lot of golfers out there for obvious reasons, but boy, with the monitors showing the Masters and the racing and any other sport you want to have programmed in, it's a great place to come it's a perfect scenario and, and it's quite a it's quite a tranquil scene today the water is finally receding on the course um, but it's a beautiful spot a right on a golf course on the spot I mean you're talking links sort of stuff it's really it's a challenge but it's a beautiful place to be I tell you what you might finish up as co-host yet because Barrow and Campbell nowhere to be spotted and uh you're doing a fantastic job filling in. I'm worried about Tim in a corporate suite. <laughs> He's off to Randwick for <laughs> championships <very> this afternoon. <laughs> if you missed us earlier on, the Oaks, the Sydney Cup, the Queen Elizabeth, the Queen of the Turf, four Group 1s at Randwick this afternoon, the championships day two. And it was Baz's best was Montefilia to win the Queen Elizabeth. So we'll wait to see whether Montefilia can salute at Randwick this afternoon. We've got a big half hour still to come. Pete, the perfect panel puncher from Putney. I'm looking forward to speaking with Paddy Coglin, who's the licensee of the Five Islands Hotel. The renovation down there is magnificent. We'll talk some NRL as well. And what a weekend for Alex Volkanovsky, one of Illawarra's own, the former Warilla Gorilla. He's fighting the Korean zombie. And Nico Pajarilla will preview that big fight. So still a lot still to come. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong, and we're joined by Radio Royalty, Pete the Perfect Panel Puncher from Putney, every Saturday. Stay with us. Time for the news. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.